Subway, the sandwich shop, adding new menu items, and one of them is actually tuna. No, it's not. Of course it's not. They'd never put tuna on the menu. Tony Katz. Tony Katz, today it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, would love to hear from you. Go on, call in, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. They are trying a comeback. I didn't know they were having a problem. And it wasn't just the tuna. They they did t- DNA testing on, on, on the tuna. And, and what they uh, discovered is that there is actually no tuna in the tuna. There's no tuna in the tuna and that's not a big deal to you? Have you ever There's had no in- tuna in the tuna. Have you ever had imitation crab? I know it's imitation. I didn't get crab. It's not like I ordered the Dungeness crabs and they gave me a pile of goo. If it tastes like it, who cares? Are you actually making the argument? Are you really making the argument that, that you, you don't want to know what's in your food? No, I'm saying I want to know, but like if you're saying, well, I want my fresh tuna to be from Subway, actually fresh tuna. If you're looking for fresh tuna at Subway, get the hell out of here. Are you making the argument that people who say this is fresh tuna are not actually needing to supply fresh tuna? No, I'm making the argument that if you expect your tuna to actually be tuna at Subway, but if it's close enough and tastes like tuna, it's really not a big deal. Yes, it is. Why? How about your paycheck isn't actually U.S. dollars? It's Canadian dollars. If I don't eat my paycheck, I'm talking about things I consume. If it tastes the same, it's fine. Even worse. You're making this worse on yourself. You don't care what you consume as long as it's close enough. You are you were you were born for slurry. You really and truly How, were. What does a slurry taste like? I mean, I'm not opposed to it. <sighs> Look, you want to take them on? I said 833 got Tony. I gave you the moment, people. What? What else do you want from me? So Subway is uh, going for uh, uplifting the stores. So on July 12th, they shut down everything all across the country. That, that, that's a Monday. They, they, they're going to prepare. So do we know what the new menu items are? So I've seen a few of them, and they're not really new. It's just like a, a new thinly sliced turkey and a new thinly sliced ham are the two I saw, which aren't really new. They're just revamped. So I'll, I've been underwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, those are not new. Like, if they start offering, like, Big Macs. Um, and by the way, the tuna is staying. It's nothing but 100% tuna, says the CEO. And it's one of the few things that we did not change because we are very proud of the product. Yeah, I mean, like... Are That's we... the way to hold firm. Yeah, see, like, this That's is awesome. good for them. That's absolutely fantastic. I didn't know they were having a problem. Follow the numbers, though. So Subway, uh, the parent company of Subway is called Doctors Associates, Uh, and uh, they reported revenue in 2020 of $689 million. That's down 28% from 2019, which means they were basically a billion-dollar company, $958.9 million. And um, they have 22,000 U.S. locations, and that's down from 2016. Well, look, there comes a moment. There comes a moment where you, 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 you got, you got to simply say, we, 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 we've got enough here. There's a moment where you just have enough stores. That, that's absolutely true. I believe that wholeheartedly.
but down nearly that's down 300 million dollars that is that's that's real money hold on a second let me go to phyllis phyllis welcome uh to the show Hello. what did ari do wrong Hi. and how do you want to correct him well i was just thinking of the movie the help where you know she made a chocolate pie and it wasn't really a chocolate pie Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I don't. I don't. Wait, explain that to me. It no, I don't know the story at all. I don't even I'm I'm I don't know the reference. The help? It was a movie, the help. I yeah, I know it was a help. movie. I didn't see the movie. But I, I so uh, I don't well, I don't know the reference. So so walk me through it. So one of the servants made a chocolate pie for her old um for the lady she used to work for, and she pooped in the chocolate pie. And the lady loved the chocolate pie. So if we don't want real tuna, or your other person doesn't want real tuna. I, I, I just wanted to see if you'd say pie. poop on air. I really do appreciate that, Phyllis. This is the kind of highbrow that we're, we're, we're going for. I'm, I'm, I'm with Ari there. That's a, that's a rough and tumble example. We went to an extreme in, 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 in that one. I think the issue here is that producer Ari is willing to um, eat tuna that he knows isn't tuna, but as long as it tastes like tuna, he's fine with the tuna and has no interest in knowing what he's actually consuming. As long as it's not like... Uh, Wait a second. Now you have rules? It has. It, it can't be like I'm eating like plutonium. It, like, I assume it's... How would you know you're eating plutonium? Because a lot of people would have died by now. So I'm quite confident it's not deadly. It's just not tuna, which I don't care. It tastes like tuna. Dennis, welcome to the show. Explain to Ari what's going on here. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Dennis, I hope we didn't lose you. He really really, uh, doesn't see the problem here. Oh, my Lord, son. Okay, so uh, I'm going to date myself. I was born in 71. So uh, back when I was in school, there was a local restaurant. We won't name names. They were caught by the Indianapolis Board of Health for putting dog food, canned dog food, in their chili. You're telling me, or you're telling me that it's okay. Hold on a second. Hold it, on a second. Hold on a second. I know. We're, I, 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 please don't use any names. No, Are you willing to swear in a court yes. of law that there was a yes. restaurant that was actually doing this? Yes. Now, Ari? Yeah. Dennis has an interesting point. Does he, though? Oh, yes, he does. Please elaborate. You don't know what's in the tuna. Okay. You're just willing to accept that it's tuna because it has, for you, tuna-esque properties. Would you now sue Subway if the tuna wasn't actually tuna, but actually something used to serve other types of alive beings? If they came out and said the tuna was actually dog food, but it still tasted like tuna, I wouldn't care. It's still good. I'd eat dog food if it was delicious. That you people are too good for dog food is the real problem. (laughs) You know he's screwing with us, but I'm not so sure he's screwing with us. I'm staring right at him, and I don't actually know which way he's going. It's it, it, this really is is about the 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 willingness to just accept. Yeah. 
You're just fine with it. You just as, uh, and and I have actually had this issue with producer Ari before, and 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 Dennis, I appreciate the comment. Thank you so much. Uh, you're willing to accept the idea that everything's just going to work out. Yes. That 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 it's all just fine. That it's no big deal. Yeah. And that is that's that is problematic. That is that is that is a generational fault. I think there are many things millennials do that they get a hard time for that truthfully they're right about. They want to know where their money's going. They want to know what it is they're buying. They've got a real interest in in buying things uh, of, of, of quality in, in that way. And I appreciate them for it. But we've talked about this regarding COVID and, and your belief uh, that your generation is just very, very willing to go with the flow and go along with things like government says, oh, you have to get vaccinated or government says, oh, you have to stay at home. And you're like, okay, we'll stay at home. Okay, we'll do, that, that's what we'll do. We'll, well, you just let us know. That's a very un-American point of view. It's a very un-American point of view. And I got to tell you, one that that is is... To, to a real extent, dangerous. I mean, it's funny when you say it the way you say it. And you got people on Twitter who are, are like, they, 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 they can't even believe it. <laughs> so if he orders a hamburger, asked John, and it tastes like hamburger, but is really a lab experiment like Beyond Beef, is he okay with that? And you responded, yes. What difference does it make to me? It's a lab experiment. If it tastes fine... Again, the premise you guys are trying to make, if what I'm being fed is dangerous to me, then I have an issue. If it tastes like food and it's delicious, I really don't care what's in it. You don't care what's in it is is the same as saying you're okay if it's dangerous to you because you never asked. No, that's not what I'm saying. In this hypothetical scenario, I'm saying you can't give me dangerous things that will kill me. I in, this is I'm saying if it tastes like dog if it's dog food and it tastes like steak I'm gonna eat it as long as it's not you know cancerous. Well, yeah. Well, as long as it's not cancerous. Yeah. I just I just find it so funny that you have this you have this non-existent standard. I'm not worried about that. You you should be worried about that. Maybe. Out in San Francisco, even the Democrats are starting to worry. In San Francisco, some people have been what we call red-pilled. Maybe you've never heard the expression um, red-pilled. Red-pilled is when people start realizing, wait a second, maybe this liberalism is not all it's cracked up to be. Maybe this liberalism doesn't work. I have yet to share with you the story about how the NEA, the largest teachers association, has agreed to implement parts of critical race theory and teachings and trainings in critical race theory in all 50 states. No one can deny that critical race theory is part of what many educators want. No one can deny that critical race theory is what it, that is is something that that teachers seem to be pushing for 
And they are very, very okay with violating standards and violating parents in order to make sure they teach it to their kids. Yes. Well, as many of you know, I actually do teach in a state where uh, the teaching of critical race theory has been banned. And, of course, I would never do anything to oppose Supreme Leader DeSantis. Uh, Yeah, just not in my nature to do that sort of thing. But if I were, which I'm not, if I were, I would make sure that there were lots of works by people of color in the curriculum that I was teaching. I would make sure that we were having conversations about the situations those people of color find themselves in and how things ended up that way. And we'll make sure that we would acknowledge that things aren't happening one person at a time, but there is, you know what I'm saying, that going on. Yeah, absolutely what I would do, but you know, I won't. He's joking about systemic racism. He's going to teach about systemic racism. He's going to teach about all the things he wants to teach about. He doesn't care about you, the parent. He doesn't care that you, the parent, he doesn't think that you should have a say. We cannot debate anymore whether or not critical race theory is happening in schools. It is fact. It cannot be denied. And there are parents by the millions saying, wait a second, I didn't sign up for this. I may have voted for Joe Biden. I may have hated Donald Trump, but I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for a world that was going to hate my kids. I did everything I was told, and now I'm still a bigot? No. No, I'm not putting up with this. Red-pilled. The red-pilling is taking place in San Francisco. It's a fantastic thread by a woman named Michelle Tandler. And she lives in San Francisco. And she refers to herself as a progressive and a Democrat, even though on her Twitter uh, bio she refers to herself as a moderate Democrat, something that's not allowed in Democratic Party politics anymore. She discusses how all of her friends are considering leaving San Francisco, herself included. And the issue is not the cost of living, it's crime. You can take a look at the video. You can see it. It's on all your social media feeds. Actually, Sarah, let's get this over at Tony Katz Radio there on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. It is a group of people running out of the Neiman Marcus with purses. They robbed the Neiman Marcus of purses and just ran. The Target stores are closing at 6 p.m. because of the crime. We've seen the video of Walgreens being robbed and they do nothing. Friends scared for their children, husbands scared for their wives, writes Michelle Tandler. It's about how people feel walking the streets, being screened at, chased by someone who seems mentally unstable. And she writes, ultimately, I think that the biggest responsibility of government is to protect people from one another. It is a place to protect us from assault, theft, and robbery. Right now, the criminal justice system in San Francisco is not working. First, you are that line of defense. That's why you need to carry a firearm, buy guns, buy ammo. You live in a state that doesn't allow these things, change the laws. She writes, the government allows people to get high on very powerful drugs and terrorize one another, neighbors and stores. It allows rampant theft and burglary. Allows the mentally unstable to stab the elderly. And she says that she's ashamed of her city. 
red-pilled. It's what happens when people realize that the thing that they were told to believe in is not something that works. I'm Tony Katz.